guys welcome to another episode of the 20s guide we're already at episode 10 which is insane i think i'm gonna work with seasons for the podcast by the way but i don't know how many episodes i'm gonna be doing for a season i'm now thinking that maybe i'll continue until like christmas maybe i'm gonna do like a christmas episode and then maybe take a little break in the new year but we still have a lot of episodes to come for the first season happy tuesday yay i managed to do it this week i'm recording this on a monday i'm confident that you'll be able to hear this episode listen to this episode tomorrow i'm sure i will manage to edit it today or early tomorrow but finally <laughs> i'm back on a tuesday it is so bad that I'm actually proud of myself for being on time. But that's because the past, I don't know, two or three weeks, I have been struggling to get the episodes up on time. Anyways, I hope you're doing amazing. How's your week been? My life is pretty boring at the moment, actually. Well, not for me, but I have I don't have that many exciting things to share. I've been very busy with work stuff and lots of running i have my race coming up at the end of this week so that's super exciting it's going to be my fourth race and i say race as if i'm a professional runner i am definitely not i do this for fun i just want to make that very very clear i like the challenge and it's really a way for me to motivate myself so that is why i register for races but it's not like i'm an extraordinary runner or good at this at all i this is just for fun um but yeah that's been most of my weeks recently just a lot of running working eating sleeping and relaxing <laughs> um but today we do have an exciting episode or I th at least i think it's an exciting topic to talk about because i'm going to share why I decided to share my life on the internet and why a lot of people share their lives on the internet and to tell you why I started my YouTube channel the whole story behind it I did mention it in a previous episode um, very broadly but I also just wanted to share some thoughts on sharing your life on the internet in general so I thought it's time to tell the whole story so let's dive right into it. I have my coffee here. I'm going to take a little sip of my, my coffee before I'm going to start ranting about my social media journey. Amazing. I don't know if you can hear the rain in the back because the weather is just absolute shit. And it's just been, I think it's going to rain the whole week. So um, if you hear it, then maybe it gives the very cozy fall aesthetic background noise i don't know <laughs> so why did i decide to start a youtube channel i really grew up with youtube i remember using it primarily for music videos actually and then people started vlogging i watched a lot of youtubers when i was still in high school and i was like whoa this is so cool and it was really something that i wanted to do as well but I was just so terrified of what other people would think. So when I was still in high school, I definitely didn't have the courage to start a channel. And 
actually when I graduated high school, the first few years of um, my studying, I still really wanted to start, but didn't have the guts to do it. Then in my third year, I think it's my it was my third year. Yeah, I actually completely forgot about this when I talked about my um, living history, like where the places where I live. Completely, completely forgot Liège. I lived in Belgium for six months, so it was a short time. I went to Liège for my Erasmus, actually. So, yeah, went there for six months and we had a school assignment and we had to kind of document our personal growth so for all of the people who went abroad they had to kind of do a reflection I think of their personal growth and experience in a different country I did a very creative um, bachelor so uh, they told us like do whatever you want this is your um, kind of adventure so if you want to write something then write something but if you for example want to create vlogs then um, you can also uh, do like a little video diary or something or maybe like a documentary style and my friend one of my best friends she went to Dublin and I went to Liège and we both decided to make vlogs because it seemed fun I obviously always wanted to start a YouTube channel so this was the perfect excuse because I could say like oh yeah it's for school So I moved to Liège, I made a couple of videos, but I did it in Dutch back then. So I think I made like a vlog, something like that. No one watched my videos except for my family who and my friends, basically. Then I went back to Den Bosch and I think I made one or two more vlogs, but again, too self-conscious and too much thinking about what other people were thinking of me. I tried to keep it a secret as much as I could. Um, But then I went to Australia with my boyfriend for six months to travel while he was doing his uh, minor there. So we lived in Brisbane for a few months and then we traveled around um, Australia actually. And I really wanted to make an after movie. I thought... This is really something that I have to capture if I can. So I wanted to create an after movie. And at this time, I watched a lot of Australian YouTubers as well. Especially, I was really into the vegan YouTube community. So I felt super inspired. I was in Australia, this country where I had been watching all these big YouTubers vlogging. um, A lot based around veganism. Coming from the Netherlands back then, this is years ago... Australia was like vegan heaven so I was like okay I can make one after movie for six months of traveling in Australia which no one is gonna watch because that video is gonna be two hours long maybe even more I won't be able to capture everything and yeah like you're gonna force people into watching a two hour after movie of your six months traveling so I thought a vlog would actually be perfect because people that are interested in what I'm doing right now, they can just watch a vlog that's maybe 10 minutes long. And that way I am also documenting my everyday life and my adventures here in Australia. So I started vlogging and oh my gosh, it's so, so cringe. Looking back at these videos, it's 
they are still up on my YouTube channel. So I <laughs> please don't go watch them. But if you want to, it's also kind of funny because I was so awkward and it's just I'm a completely different person there. And I, a lot of them I actually made private because I they were just terrible and I didn't want to them to be on the internet for everyone to see but there are quite a few that I still have public because I just think it's funny and it's you know I, everyone starts somewhere and I wasn't a natural youtuber like a natural vlogger a public speaker so anyways I started vlogging I think I had maybe 50 subscribers maybe at some point I had 70 I don't even know didn't have a lot of subscribers for the six months that I was there vlogging I basically again did it for my friends and my family and slowly but surely people started finding my videos and um, yeah I gained some subscribers but at this point I already had a YouTube channel for a year and I made a few vlogs nothing too serious but it was basically just nothing then I went back to the Netherlands, started my master's and moved to Nijmegen, which was a new city, meeting a lot of new people. And um, again, I don't know why I care so much about what other people think. I was 22, I think, at this point. So you would think that you kind of grow out of it. Um, I didn't. So I stopped filming as soon as I came back in the Netherlands. Maybe I made one more vlog and that's it. And I met a lot of new people and, you know, also just getting used to a new city, my master's. And it wasn't a priori priority at all. And then in the new year, like six months later, six months into my pre-master's actually, uh, we went into lockdown and I was like, fuck, I am bored. I am stuck in my very, very small room. I mentioned this in my... Um, living alone episode I had a maybe 12 square meter room stuck there and I felt awful <laughs> and I was like okay let's start vlogging again I'm not seeing anyone no one is doing anything at the moment the whole world just pressed pause for a moment so I don't know something clicked in me and I was like I'm gonna start vlogging again because I really missed it as well I needed the creative outlet. I needed something to dive into because, you know, a lot of people during the lockdowns, they started um, trying out different hobbies, you know, painting, baking. I tried all of those as well, actually. But I like we needed something that motivated us to get up in the morning. You know what I mean? Because there was nothing at that time, especially the first few lockdowns. So I started vlogging, slowly gained some subscribers. I think at one point I hit a thousand subscribers and I was so freaking happy. Like I, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. I have a thousand subscribers and that felt like such an achievement at that point. And sometimes now I still think of those days as well and luckily I journaled a lot at the time as well so sometimes I'm able to read back pages of um, that period and I write down like oh my gosh I'm about to hit a thousand subscribers and I feel so happy and I feel so grateful and those kind of things and now like things change you know because you always want more and more and more anyways gradually gain some subscribers I just really like the editing I like 
thinking of ideas to film for me is really a creative outlet and being able to look back at my life and the past three years basically I, I've been posting very consistently as well so I think maybe I missed two or three weeks but overall I for a very long time I posted two times a week now I've been posting once a week for the past three years and I have so much documented from my life and it's weird because you're sharing a part of your life with the entire world to see but at the same time I'm able to look back on the most random most wholesome little things as well like I have so many memories captured and stored somewhere and yes the whole world can watch it with me basically but it's still something that I'm super grateful for and I'm super happy that I made the decision to start filming again. So this is just a summary of my journey with social media. I also just wanted to say that my channel only started growing, like really growing basically one and a half years ago. I had one video that kind of went viral. Um, it was my morning routine video and that's when I started to gain subscribers and uh, yeah I think I before I uploaded that video I had maybe 7,000 or 8,000 subscribers am I saying that right maybe no I think more I think I had like 9,000 subscribers before uploading that video and I have been doing YouTube already for one and a half years so Sometimes you hear the success stories of people that gained thousands and thousands of subscribers just in a few months or um, maybe after a year. But there are a lot of people who have been doing this for years and years and years and they only slowly start growing a bit, you know. After that morning routine video, it quickly went up to about 20,000 subscribers and then I was like okay maybe this can really become something because I always have been doing it as a side thing next to first my master's then when I had my full-time job I was always doing YouTube on the side it was never really my priority and then at one point I was like okay maybe I can put more love and effort into this and actually be make this my main priority and that's what I did in July so now we are here and yeah I also started a podcast I I, I also have of course an Instagram I do have TikTok but I only started posting a bit like recently so I have a lot of different social media platforms where I share bits and pieces of my life and I feel like especially in this podcast I've been so unfiltered and sharing so much also vulnerable information about myself that sometimes I'm like trying to remind myself of the fact that I am putting this out there in the world and I of course I can see how many people listen to this episode I see how many people follow me on Instagram I see how many people watch my YouTube videos or TikTok videos so I think I have an idea of how many people are viewing this but at the same time like you don't know what's going to happen and the most random people from all over the world have access to all this information about you and of course for me it's maybe on a bigger scale but I feel like 
our generation in general, like the younger people as well, they start super young. I think I was, of course, I had Instagram when I was maybe 16. I think that's when Instagram really started for me. 16-ish. Then YouTube when I was in my 20s already. And now people are so young, they start with TikTok when they're 12 or 13. Instagram, like Snapchat, I don't know. Maybe a lot a lot of people are creating YouTube channels and it is amazing because like I mentioned, I am super grateful that I'm able to capture specific periods in my life. But at the same time, when you're starting so young, you're sharing a huge part of yourself online. And I feel like not everyone knows what they're doing. Um, because you're not able to see the consequences of you putting yourself out there and I I of course I am sharing a big part of my life on the internet but especially with my vlogs a lot of people think they know what I'm doing the whole day because it seems like that but I have my specific filming days and I film on those days I know that I'm filming on those days of course things are still real but a lot of the th- I really filter the things that I want to share and the things I want don't want to share. For example, my relationship. A lot of people ask me all the time, like, why is David not more in, not in your videos that often? Why um, are you guys still together? You're not posting him that much. But I do that. I do that on purpose. I don't want to share my relationship as much on the internet because that's a part that's ours, if that makes sense. The same goes for my friends. When I'm seeing my friends, I want to be able to focus on being with them, giving them my attention. And sometimes when, you know, we're hanging out, doing something fun and exciting, I will be vlogging. But most of the time when I have private things or like intimate things going on with friends and family or in my life in general, I decide not to film it. People make a very conscious decision of the things, especially like the big content creators, um, influencers. They know what they're doing and it seems like you know everything that that they're up to. It seems like they share their whole lives on the internet, but it's really, really not true at all. And that's why I think it's also so important to not compare yourself with other people on the internet because I really really want to emphasize on this people pick the highlights most of the time and even if they pick the lowlights they still pick those lowlights I also make videos when I feel anxious for example Um, I make a lot of mental health related videos but even the days that I film those videos I still pick those days. I think I never ever picked up a camera when I actually hit rock bottom. And that doesn't mean that people aren't true or um, authentic. It's just that people make a decision of the things that they want to share and not want to share. And I feel like the younger generation, they, they don't realize this all the time. They see their favorite people their favorite content creators, influencers, and they start doing the same thing. But I do think that we need to realize that everything we're putting out in the internet is going to be there somewhere forever. So 
that's something that's really scary. <laughs> I think we just want to capture things, share them with people, not out of narcissism. For a lot of people, it's really just that you want to capture these moments. We want to share moments with other people, I think. That's why I think we feel the need to share it on social media because if you're if it's just you in the moment, of course it's also a beautiful moment, but it is isn't it even better if you're able to share it with other people? I think that's why a lot of people share parts of their life on social media. I just think that people need to be more aware of what they put out there and realize that whatever you're seeing on the internet is never the full picture. You're only seeing maybe 10% of someone's life, maybe even less. And that's the case for content creators, but also your friends, your family, your neighbor, the random person that you're still following from high school from seven years ago. I think that social media and sharing parts of our lives on the internet is just what it is. We're living in 2023, it's almost 2024. But that's just that's just the way the world is right now and there's nothing wrong with that. But I do feel like we need to start realizing a bit more that whatever we put on the internet is going to stay there forever. And if we are going to live with social media and the internet for the rest of our lives, then maybe it's best to limit the information that's out there and just be a bit more conscious with what you put out there. That would be my tip for today. That's all I have for today. <laughs> Make sure to follow me on Instagram, YouTube and... <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, but for real. Make sure to follow the um, podcast Instagram, which is at 20sguide.pod to stay up to date with everything that's going on with the podcast and future episodes and... If you haven't done it already, make sure to give this podcast a review as well. Five stars only. It would really, really mean the world to me. I wish you all an amazing week. And I'm excited to talk to you again next week. Bye.